0: You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. But today we're continuing in that series, Digging Well. And today I want to specifically touch on the subject of, of tongues or a gift of tongues. as one of, the, one, of the, uh, one of the gifts that Holy Spirit has for us. And I want us to kind of dissect uh, this gift and the baptism of fire, the filling of the Holy Ghost, why it's important and why do we need to exercise that gift of speaking in tongues and... Uh, speak uh, praying in spirit amen and so uh today we specifically dedicate this service That after this message that we're gonna pray for those of you that want to receive that gift uh and those of you that still think like oh yeah i can get by hopefully uh this message will convince you to hunger and thirst for the gift and desire and if you do bible says that you will receive it amen and today we will pray attend on the service and you will receive that gift in jesus mighty name and so um, the gift of, of speaking in tongues, um, we receive Holy Spirit on the day of our salvation. Uh, sometimes people and I've made a mistake uh, and sometimes just the way uh, even preachers worded that um, you receive the Holy Spirit when you are you are baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues that's not so Bible says that we receive the Holy Spirit on the day of our salvation that we are sealed uh, by the Holy Spirit until the day of our uh, uh, until uh, until the day of our salvation and so uh so when we are saved, when we are saved, we, are re- we receive the Holy Spirit. But when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, we release the Holy Spirit. We release His power that was given to us. And um, in John chapter um, 20 verses 22, it says that Jesus and And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Holy Spirit. Uh, We see that in that instance, disciples, they received the Holy Spirit in their spirit. But they were not speaking in tongues yet. They were not baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that's why Jesus told the disciples when he was leaving to make sure that you wait in Jerusalem because you're about to go to the next level. You're about to... Uh, you're about what you receive that package is about to be unpacked the package you're about to be baptized uh, in in holy spirit and you're about to be unleashed you're about to be you're about to receive the infilling of the holy spirit and be empowered by him and that's why in acts chapter chapter 2 we we see we see uh, in verses 4 that during the day of pentecost the holy spirit came upon them and they begin to speak in other tongues as the holy spirit unable them uh, un- unable them also in um, in uh, in the story of Saul when he was persecuting the church we see that he was going against Jesus he was going against the church and Jesus met him and he rebuked him and during the time dur- uh, during the time Saul he said Lord what have you what will you have me do and we see that he declared Jesus as Lord. Bible says when we confess with our mouth and declare that he is Lord and with the heart we believe that we are saved. So we see upon that moment he received the Holy Spirit. How do we know that? Because when he came uh, into the city and Ananias, he came out, he called him brother, brother Saul. And we know that you can't be, uh, he, he, would, he would have not been a brother unless he was born again. So through the scripture, we see that upon encounter with Jesus, Saul, he received the Spirit of God. He was saved. But then in, uh, further down in um, Ananias, he prayed for him to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, he, and Apostle Paul was filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit. So we see throughout the New, Te- throughout the New Testament the importance of, of being filled and being baptized with evidence of speaking in tongues. And... Um, it's kind of like this, like a couple of weeks ago, I was applying uh, for a business credit card with American Express. And as I was going through application, I applied it. After the application said, congratulations, you received a unlimited, uh, unlimited credit card for your business. I was like, wow. I mean, I was expecting maybe a couple thousand, maybe 10,000 of limit or whatever, but it got it. I received an unlimited credit line and I was like wow that's so cool but even though I had access now to the online portal I could see the account number I could I could I could access all the all the uh backend stuff I had to wait for the card to come in and once the card came in there's a sticker on the card that says before using call to what to activate it right so that's kind of how how it is when we get saved We receive the Holy Spirit. Now we don't have to have any prerequisites. We don't have to uh, qualify. We don't have to have a good life. We don't have to uh, be righteous on our own. We don't have to have a good standing. Uh, God just gives us to us for free. He makes us righteous. We receive the Holy Spirit. But when we are filled and baptized by the Holy Spirit it's like we're being activated and now that unlimited resource and power is at our disposal, and that power works through us and flows through us like a river amen and with that when we are baptized when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues We have a great gift at our disposal that we could use to enhance our life and to fulfill the calling of God upon our life. And so today I want to kind of dive in and discover a few benefits. There are many benefits that we see in the Bible. But today I kind of want to focus on a few big ones. The benefits of uh, having that gift and utilizing and speaking in tongues Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit. Amen. Um, first thing that I want to focus uh, attention on is that speaking in tongues, speaking, uh, praying in the Spirit, it enhances our prayer life. See, when we pray in our own language, we're limited. We're limited by our words. You know, sometimes, have you been sometimes in a situation, in a place where you, you had something to express. You had this excitement. You had some kind of a feeling they want to express, but your words just fell short. Have you ever experienced that? Because our language is limited. You know, knowing couple languages, um, I can see where in certain areas, a certain language can be more expressive and in other areas, the other language can be more limiting. And those of you that are bilingual, you can agree with me, right? There's some languages that could, some languages are easy to express certain things. In other languages, it's harder to, to express. So the reason why God gave out His language, because He knew that our language is limited. And our words are limited. Syllab- uh, our, our sounds are limited. So God has given us God has given us his language so that we will not be limited by our language whatever language you, whatever uh, whatever language you speak I, I believe i read a statistic that said that uh english on uh, average uh person that speaks english knows 11,000 words it used to be 14,000 but with each generation it's kind of decreasing so uh, unfortunately uh but regardless of your capacity of your vocabulary you might not be able to express your full desire. You might not be, be able to express the, the fullness that, that you feel on the inside. You can express God or worship God the way you, you feel like He needs to be worshipped. God has given us His language. He's given us a gift that we can worship God. We can express to God on His language with no limitation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, we're also limited by our head knowledge. We can pray only for what we understand and what we know. And how many of you agree that we are very limited? If you get yourself in a situation, you know, sometimes we look at the situation, we see no way out. Logically, we see no way forward. But this is where, when you pray in the Spirit, when you pray in tongues, Holy Spirit can pray through you, uh, praying through a, a way out, praying a way forward for you. Amen. Sometimes you find yourself in a situation and you, you, you're faced with either or option because that's all you're limited to by your head knowledge. But when you pray in the Spirit, there are many options that Holy Spirit can open and guide you through. You know, sometimes we find ourselves in, 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 um, uh, in a particular uh, predicament. And we begin to pray to God and uh, we begin to cry cry out, God, please take me out out of this situation. And we begin to put God in a box. This is the only way He can take us out because that's our only option. But when we allow Holy Spirit to pray through us, when we allow Holy Spirit to pray in us and through us, God begins to open doors for us and we begin to move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says that oftentimes we don't receive an answer to the prayer because we do not pray in accordance to the will of God. Sometimes our our, our, uh, desires and and our wishes and our prayers, they're not in alignment with the will of God. We think that this person is the best person to spend our life with. And so we're praying, God, let this person love me. Let this person be with me. But God but that's not God's will sometimes with we go we get we, we get into a, a business contract we think this business contract will take us to the next level but God sees the outcome of it and he sees where it's going to take our life and it's not it's it's not where we should be where what direction we should uh, we should be going and so uh when we pray in spirit When we we, when we pray in tongues, we pray in accord. We always pray in accordance to the will of God, because Holy Spirit is always in sync with the Father. We always pray exactly what needs to be prayed at the exact time. It's a perfect language. It's a direct line to God without any distractions, without any motives on the way. Holy Spirit prays through us, and He knows us best, and He's leading us to our best life in Jesus' name. Amen, Church oftentimes what happens is we pray reactively what do i mean is that we find ourselves in a situation we find ourselves in trouble we find ourselves in sickness we find ourselves in a setback we find ourselves uh at the end of our rope at the end of the road and we begin to pray to god god please save me but when we pray in spirit when we pray in tongues we don't pray reactively we we pray preemptively we begin to Holy Spirit through us begins to cancel every plan of the enemy. He begins to cancel every attack that might be coming our way. We begin to prophesy into our future and begin to build our life and guide our life in Jesus mighty name. See Bible says that our tongue is like a steering wheel. It guides our life and the pro- but the problem is like we, we discussed our tongue number one is, is limited and 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 two it's sometimes destructive actually And so when we surrender our tongue to the Holy Spirit, He can begin to guide and lead us by praying through us into the direction where our life needs to go. So then we don't find ourselves at the end of the road and asking God why. And God has to rescue us and reroute us a different direction. When Holy Spirit prays through us, we are moving forward to the call that God and the purpose that God has for us. Amen. Holy Spirit knows the future. He knows things to come. And He can be praying. And He can preemptively begin to stop the things that will harm us. And and, uh, reroute us. Move us. Position us in a place where we will not be harmed. But we will be blessed in Jesus name. Amen. Uh, There's a man called Martin out of Georgia in USA. His testimony goes like this. Um, He got got saved. He got baptized uh, in the Holy Spirit and received the gift of speaking in tongues and one day one day he came home and he just had this urge this uh, this serious urge to pray in the spirit you understand why he just understood he just kind of had the had a sensation that it would be he would be praying for somebody but he didn't know who what or what and he began to speak in tongues he began to pray intensely. Uh, and he spent some time praying and then after some time when he was done praying he received a phone call a phone call that no parent would like to receive and the phone call went like this it was a state trooper on the other side that said that your daughter was in a severe car accident the car is completely smashed and broken even the engine block got smashed open and then crushed and he said your daughter is okay but he's like in in so many years of being state troopers seen many accidents going off the freeway at 80 miles an hour and hitting the tree He said, I've never seen anybody survive like your daughter did and she is without a scratch. And of course father was relieved that his daughter was okay and he asked him, what time did that take place? When the officer told him the time that it took place, he quickly, Holy Spirit quickly reminded him, it was the time that he felt the urge to pray in the spirit. So when we, when we pray in the Spirit, now you don't have to be, you, you, don't, you don't have to wait for the urge and desire to pray. Apostle Paul says, I pray at will. So that means Every time when you spend time with God, when you have a fellowship with God, you pray for your needs. Uh, Apostle Paul calls us to pray in, in our natural language but as well also pray in the Spirit. Once you had that time, begin to pray in the Spirit. Begin to set time aside in your day where you preemptively together with the Holy Spirit begin to go into your future, begin to go into your life, where you begin to intercede for things. Sometimes you know what you're praying for and sometimes you don't. But nonetheless Holy Spirit is praying through you and He is working in your life. In Jesus name. Amen church. So it enhances our prayer life. Let me put it this way. Police, medical staff, military, they have their own lingo. You know, alpha ten go out and blah 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 whatever those things right. Yeah, eagle has landed you know bear has left the nest or whatever. Um, all these all these fancy things. But the reason why they have their own lingo is for them to better and more effectively to communicate. Same thing as police; they have their codes that they call in each other. They don't have to explain these big, long sentences. They just say, "Call, you know, call in and say code 29." Everybody knows. I don't know if it's actually. There. Don't get, don't hold me to it. I don't know if that, but I've heard something like that. Okay, uh, you know, everybody on the radio knows what's happening. They have codes for when a police officer is getting attacked or ambushed. They have codes for emergencies. And so instead of describing the whole situation, they just say this code. Or like in a hospital, code red. You know, everybody knows what's happening on, on, on the medical staff. No need to explain. We got this hospital male to age 29. He's having this and this and this and that. Everybody in medical staff knows what that code means. So when we pray in spirit, God... Holy Spirit and the Father, they have these codes. They can communicate between each other, okay? To, to, the, to the outsider, it's, it's nonsense. To the outsider, it makes no sense. Even to you that whole, when the Holy Spirit prays through you, it might not make sense, but Holy Spirit is communicating through through heavenly frequency, friendly language with the Father, and 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 a business is being done. Things are being done on your behalf in your life, in your destiny, for the people around you. In Jesus' name, Amen. So it enhances your prayer life. Number two, I believe uh, that speaking in tongues, frequently speaking in tongues, it Bible says it builds our faith. In Jude, uh, verse uh, chapter one, verse twenty. Uh, here encourages us to pray in tongues because it builds our most holy faith and keeps us in the love of God. See faith is a is a crucial element in our Christian walk. Without faith Bible says that it's impossible to please God. Without faith um, we can't receive anything from God. Faith is a, is a heavenly currency. It's what transports things from spiritual into natural. And so if we don't have faith, we won't function as we intended to. We won't be um as efficient as we're supposed to be as Christians. And so oftentimes we are weak in our spirit because we do not pray in the spirit. Because we don't pray in tongues. Because Apostle Paul lets us know that when we pray in tongues, when we pray in the spirit, we are building up our faith. Oftentimes we get struck by temptation. We get struck by fiery. Bible says fiery darts of the enemy is because our shield of faith is small. Okay, have you seen some of these... uh, Uh, Old times and uh, you know uh, different armies had different shields. Roman had shields where it covered their their entire body. They could hide behind their entire body. But have you seen some of these uh, armies that had a shield like this little round shield. You're like what do I protect with this here, there, there. Like You know like it's not uh how how do you how do you how you uh fight with that shield and so sometimes i feel like that's how that's how we how we are when we go into the battle you know our shield is non-existent or small we can't hide behind it and so when we pray in spirit we build our faith and we're strong this way we can resist the temptations we can resist the fiery darts of the enemy we can resist negative thoughts we can resist negativity because we are built up. So many times in my life when I felt discouraged, when I felt like, you know, I, it's just fell down and... And in prayer, instead of just whining and complaining to God, why is this not happening? Why is that not happening? But I will begin to pray in tongues. And the Holy Spirit begins to fill me. And it begins to bubble up in the Spirit. It begins to flow like a river. Afterwards, you come out like a lion. Like nothing is impossible. You feel built. You feel strong. You can take on the world. You can take on the day. Build your faith by praying in Spirit. By praying in tongues. Amen. The other thing that, the other benefit that I didn't really hear anybody often speak and I didn't understand that but as I start studying that more I begin to hear more testimonies and realize that speaking in tongues also brings divine health and healing to our body and it comes from first Corinthians chapter 14 verse 4. It says that we when we speak in tongues we edify oneself and when I heard that scripture I always thought that it speaks of our spirit Kind of like similar to what we talked about edifying meaning building our faith but it says here that we're not building uh, our faith but it says we edifying ourselves and not just our spirit but our entire selves our body soul and our spirit see i knew about the spirit i Figured about like the soul, you know, when you pray in tongues. I've experienced that that you know you feel stronger, you feel more positive, and all this stuff. But I never thought in the aspect that it could bring healing and rejuvenation to our body. See the word "edify" in that uh, in that context. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a Greek word. Where's Where my thing here? Um, it's a Greek word, oikodomio. That means to build a house, erect a building repair or remodel so when Bible says Bible says that we are the temple that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So if here we're talking about that you edify you build you remodel you 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 repair you edify oneself. that means you can receive healing in your body rejuvenation strength in your body when you pray in spirit when you pray in tongues I heard this testimony of this person this this man this gentleman perry, perry he had um so he he was saved and he was baptized in the holy spirit and he with with evidence of speaking in tongues and um one t- uh, at the point, uh, one point of his life he was discovered that he had an inch and a half cyst on his pancreas and it required a surgery and a surgery is very complex to remove cysts from a pancreas uh it's actually more complicated than do a, uh, doing a heart transplant so obviously he was, he was scared he was afraid he was he was uh uh you know he was discouraged uh, and as he was reading the bible when he went home as he was reading the bible he came across this verse first corinthians chapter 14 4 that as you pray in tongues you edify yourself you build yourself up and he said and he began to pray in tongues. He began to, for the next two months, he began intensely to pray in tongues. When he went back for his pre-surgery kind of uh, exam, they discovered that his, his, his cyst shrunk by more than half. And, and so and then and, uh, the doctor said that there's no longer a need for uh for surgery they were obviously surprised that 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 happened and uh he continued to pray and we believe that he received his full uh, healing but when we pray in the spirit when we pray in tongues we also edify our body Um, when we pray in the spirit we also it also gives us power over fear and anxiety in Jude chapter 1 verse 20, the one that we read, it says that God will keep us in His love. In first John, John chapter 4 verse 18 says that perfect love casts out all fear. When we pray in the Spirit, when we pray in tongues, we, uh, we are able to counter every fear and every anxiety that comes in our life. So if you feel anxious, if you feel afraid, if you you feel like that, you know, you're being overwhelmed, begin to pray in spirit. Begin to counter that with the spirit of God. Begin to pray in the spirit and you will see how that fear, how God's going to begin to move you into his presence where everything else fades, where he's going to begin to fill you with his love by his spirit and his love will break away every fear, anxiety and every anxiousness. Timothy chapter uh, 2 Timothy chapter uh, 1 verse 6 and 7 says therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands for God has not given us spirit of fear but of power and and of love and of sound mind you feel like you're losing your mind you can't take it anymore begin to pray in your spirit and you will see how how holy spirit will begin to bring life and begin to cast out the fear and break the grip of fear and anxiety over your life in jesus name amen church amen and last thing is that There's many there's many things but the last thing that we're gonna mention is gives you boldness to witness. Gives you boldness to witness in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 that we see when the Holy Spirit filled them that they will filled with power and boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Every one of us are different here and uh, some of us are more outgoing, some of us are more reserved and witnessing and approaching a stranger when God puts on our heart or talking to some person or even talking to a friend sometimes can be intimidating and uh, uh, hard to break that first barrier to begin to talk to them about Jesus, to share the gospel with them. This is where Holy Spirit comes into play. He knows we are weak. He knows that we are uh, we're not where we need to be. Uh, That's why Holy Spirit comes in us and when we pray in tongues He gives us boldness to be bold for the sake of Jesus. To be bold for the sake of the gospel. To spread His gospel all across the earth. To share the gospel with Jesus, uh, uh, with people about Jesus and bring uh, and bring the gospel to the people around us amen there are many benefits the bible lists as it shows us is to pray. uh the benefits to pray in tongues to pray in the spirit uh and another another one, one of the benefits is helps us to be sensitive to the holy spirit help us to be sensitive to the gifts of the holy spirit uh one uh, one other one uh, that says that uh, it helps us to 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 tame and to control our tongue when we pray in the holy ghost tongue and there's many other benefits, but I want us to make a determination today and reignite the desire and to, 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 to be prayerful in the Spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us. Amen. To allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. Oftentimes, you know what happens? We... When there's a conference where there's a man of God woman of God comes to some place or comes to this church we eagerly want to go and ask them to lay their hands on us and pray for us right and there's nothing wrong with it it's all good it's biblical it's scriptural we should do that but bible says the holy spirit wants to pray through us for us right while we sometimes put so much attention to have the man of god or woman of god to pray for us but ignore the fact that in our everyday life in our prayer walk holy spirit wants to pray for us god himself wants to pray for us but we have to give him an opportunity to do so okay we have to give an opportunity to pray through us we have to open our mouth apostle paul says that uh that uh pray in tongues as i will you have to intentionally open your mouth and begin to pray in jesus name amen and so quickly i want to talk about how to receive this gift in luke chapter 11 verse 13 it says this that by asking god if you then though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father in heavens give the holy spirit to those who ask him if you want to receive that gift of speaking in tongues if you want to receive the baptism of the holy spirit all you have to do is ask that's that simple it's that simple all you have to do ask and bible says the moment you ask he gives it to you the moment you ask he gives it to you so then what do you do then you receive by faith that I have received it. If you ask God, immediately He gives it to you. Just like when you are saved, when you came to the front and you prayed the prayer, say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Receive me as your son, as your daughter. The moment you pray that prayer, you take it by faith that you are saved, right? You are saved right at that moment. In the same sense, when you pray God to, and ask God, fill me with the Holy Spirit, in the, the same manner, you receive it by faith that I got it then what do you do then? you open your mouth and begin to speak. Bible says that they spoke as Spirit filled them. oftentimes people think that oh um, you have to uh, you have to be overwhelmed. you have to be taken over. Holy Spirit has to just take over and uh, over you and you're just gonna it's gonna come out automatically without your doing. that's not the way it is. sometimes it happens true but most of the time that's not the way it is bible says they spoke as the holy spirit enabled them so that means you have to open your mouth you have to begin to make noise and syllables and trust that the syllables the noise that you're making by faith that holy spirit takes it and makes sense of it to the father that by faith those noises and those syllables that are coming out of your mouth that holy spirit puts heavenly meaning to it and they make sense to God. He's pleased with it and he has understands what you're saying to him. That's it. That's how simple that is. You speak and Holy Spirit enables. You open your mouth and the rivers of uh, of living waters begin to flow. It's not complicated. Um, It's the hindrance of receiving tongues usually is because we overthink it. We think it's going to be something mystical, something so complicated. Uh, Just relax, start making sounds, start making noise, start uh, start producing vowels, Holy Spirit will take over and begin to work through you. It's kind of like this, you drive a car every day, most of you don't know how the car operates, outside of put the key in, Push the gas uh, put it in a drive and push the gas pedal. You don't understand how everything works in there, how the engine combusts, produces movement, that the movement is transferred into the transmission, then transferred into the axles, and then how the brake system works, how all that stuff. We we don't know. We just get in there, we intentionally put our foot on the pedal, and then the car begins to drive, and then we're able to travel 70 miles per hour, which otherwise you wouldn't be able to do before, right? So You open your mouth, you begin to make noises, syllables, vowels, and God begins to take over. Spirit of God begins to take over, begins to add meaning to it, and that's how you speak in tongues. That's how you receive that gift. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. So today, we're going to pray, and we're going to trust God that those of you that have not been activated, that have not received that gift, that today... You'll have that gift that today your prayer life will go to another level that today your faith level will uh, that, that your faith your innermost will go to another level you'll be built in faith that today you're gonna go to another level in relationship with god amen just the last thing um from a science standpoint, uh, when Dr. Andrew Newberg, a neuros- uh, neuroscientist, he compared brain scans of Christians praying in tongues with Buddhist monks, chan- uh, Buddhist, uh, Buddhist monks chanting and Catholics nuns praying, uh, and studied and showed that the front lobes, where the brain control the brain control center, went quiet in the brains of Christians talking in tongues proving that speaking in tongues isn't a natural function of the brain but it's a supernatural function of the spirit so what i'm saying is that don't overthink it don't make it complex you yield your mind to god you come to god and say god i trust you that what's gonna come out of my mouth you're gonna add meaning to it and i'm gonna be speaking the heavenly language Thanks for listening to this week's message from Hungry Generation. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat by using HungryGen. Stay blessed, and we'll see you next week.